So morning, Phil. Here we are again for the next episode of our We Will Get Through This Yes. Podcast. Hello, Eileen. And yes, look, looking forward to this next episode of We Will Get Through This. And this is a really exciting one because we have a fairly new addition to our team to have a little chat with today. And are you going to do that? Uh, no, I think I'll let you, you do that. And you can introduce um, this new member of the team and... Um, I know there's going to be some very personal questions later on, so that should be very interesting. <laughs> so, uh, hello and welcome to Holly. Holly. Hello. Nice to see you this morning. Um, how are you doing? I'm very well, thank you. It's uh, a very rainy day now. <laughs> oh, I think that's the problem. We've descended into autumn after that long hot sunny summer we've all enjoyed all the more time to uh, sit at home and listen to podcasts mm-hmm. perfect time to listen to a podcast so let's just have a little think about you holly so mm-hmm. uh, you work on two of our projects is that right yes so i do have started doing the app support um and i am also doing some support for mentor recovery as well Brilliant. And how are you finding all of this? I love it. It's very different to what I'm used to doing because I'm um, an occupational therapist and I work in a community learning disability team. Um, So I'm normally, before COVID, was very hands-on and very involved and it's a really good opportunity to take a step back and support people to gain those skills to be able to manage their own care, support, their own health, um, which is new and interesting and I'm not used to it but it's really been really good. Yeah, I think that's something that we're all finding and we talked about that, didn't we, Phil, in our first podcast. We said what a big adjustment we had to make. Absolutely, yeah. So um, those who heard it will have heard us say that we had to basically redesign the whole of our services really around the new uh, fact that we weren't able to see people face to face in the same way as we could before. And the groups that we used to run have also had to be suspended. So we hope that this is now uh, a good um, substitution, if you like, for what we were doing before and an opportunity for us to reach as many people as we can uh, in order to uh, help them to uh, look after their own well-being. And I know that Holly is a very much valued new addition to the team, bringing with her all that expertise she has as an occupational therapist, having worked... um, in a variety of settings mm. is that right Holly? Yeah so I started in physical health um, so I worked with complex physical health service users um, in Blackpool mm. which feels like a very long time ago mm. um, and then I worked in a community mental health team for a while. Um, more recently I worked in Manchester on it was a um, within the NHS on a rotation between lots of different community teams um, and then over the last year I've moved to this new team lots of new experiences things that I've never had to do before um, but it's been really good fantastic and as I say a great asset to our team and I'm sure you'll be a very popular member amongst all our, our people who are accessing our support so 
welcome and welcome to the podcast and um, I'm not sure whether you've had the opportunity to listen to any of our podcasts so far. Not yet. No, you uh, have that pleasure to have come. That pleasure to come. So, um, I don't know what I'm getting myself into. <laughs> uh, well, one of the major items is our mystery voice. So we've given you a little bit of an opportunity to talk about yourself in a free-flowing style. <laughs> but now I'm going to ask our mystery voice to pose you some questions um, which were very much more specifically about you. Very good. It's the Mental Health Podcast with Eileen and Phil. It's the Mental Health Podcast with Eileen and Phil. Have you ever had a nickname? If not, what nickname would you give yourself and why? started working in Manchester for some reason everyone started calling me Holster or the Holster or Holster Bolster and it seemed to catch on and it was really annoying and I don't really know where it came from and then when I moved to Chester people started calling me Holster again (laughs) and I've never encouraged it. (laughs) Tea or coffee? Coffee definitely although sometimes I do have kind of a craving for a nice big cup of tea. What was the name of the last book you read? It was um, Girl, Woman, Other, which it was really good that it was a lady called Bernadine Avaristo who um, won, I can't remember, one of the, the Booker Prize. Um, but it was really good. Yeah, loved it. Very, very interesting. What football team do you support? And don't give me any of this, I don't like football. Just name a team! <laughs> I am an Evertonian. I support Everton. Um, my All of my family are Evertonians. Um, I think it's... Well, we're not... I don't think there's many people from Liverpool, but that kind of area is where we're all from so it's a big part of the family very important what do you think of mindfulness and what is your favorite mindfulness meditation well i think it's really interesting because i think it's very subjective some people think it's completely not the right thing for them and then some people can get really really into it i think for me it depends what mood I'm in. Sometimes I think it's really useful to be kind of able to do anything mindfully, like mindful washing up or mindfully putting the clothes away. Um, And you can kind of build it into your own routine. But then sometimes I'm in a mood where I'm just like, I don't want to do that now. I'm not ready to do that. It just depends. It's up to everybody's different. If you could go back in time and change one thing, what would it be and why? Mm. I've had um, an intra... It's quite weird. So I remember at the start of lockdown, kind of, I think everybody was just like, oh my God, what's going to happen? This is really scary. This is awful. And I think now that we kind of, we came out the other side of it to some extent. And I think we're in that kind of reflective period and I think that 
I look back now on a lot of the things that we were doing and I wish I'd kind of not enjoyed it is the wrong word but kind of took advantage of those opportunities where you were just stuck at home and you you know we you had to go and do walks and things that you'd never had to do before but in that time you were just like so embroiled in all the covid stuff that it was really hard to kind of appreciate the not nice bits but the things that you didn't normally get to do so that's my regret what is your favorite mood boosting food A massive bar of chocolate. <laughs> <laughs> the whole thing all to myself. <laughs> what do you do when it's raining? <laughs> um, sulk mostly. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's hard, isn't it? There's, there's lots of... Um, I think we're at that time of year as well where you're getting used to being back inside again and you kind of go into hibernation mode. I like doing little crafty things um, like macrame and I've got lots of knitting that I started and gave up on very quickly as soon as I went wrong. <laughs>very much for that holly that was great thank you for subjecting yourself to the mystery voice yes thank you very much they were very interesting answers thank you for that so holly um given the um information that we've had in this podcast and obviously given the situation that we're in at the moment as far as lockdowns and other things are concerned is there one well-being tip that you'd like uh, people who are listening to the podcast today to take away with them I would say be kinder to yourself. I think we've all had probably the most ridiculous year that we're ever going to have and everybody's had their own unique experience of what has also been a collective experience and I think we need to take a step back and appreciate how much we've all been through but also understand that we've all been on very different journeys and it's okay to say you know I've had days where I've literally done nothing for a whole day and that's fine and it's okay to not be productive and it's okay to be really anxious all of those things are absolutely fine and you know that you know tomorrow's another day and you're going to be able to do different things and there's going to be different opportunities but you need to give yourself a break. Thank you very much, Holly. That's um, fantastic. Um, some very uh, important and um, interesting advice there. Thank you. Yes, and going back to your um, mystery voice Q&A session, I was really taken by the fact that you uh, do macrame and I know that you're very good at it because you've given me a, a gift of one of your macrame pieces, which is great. And I've had a little go myself, but I just got myself tied up in Knoxville. Yes, I totally understand that. Um, I think fingers are a really important thing in macrame, aren't they? 
And if we've got uh, small, fat little fingers. Oh, sorry, am I missing the joke? <laughs> there was a joke in there. All oh, right, maybe you need to explain it to me then. Well, macrame is all about knotting. I ah, think. sorry, yes, very yes. good. Uh, I'm Not sure everyone to be in done the, while you're eating spaghetti. I'm sure everyone in the uh, podcast world got the joke, apart from me, who was sitting right next to you. So sorry about that. Yes, very good. Not right next to me, socially distant. Oh, of course. I think. Of course. Uh, and the other thing, I, I loved the book. I, that's a book I've read as well, Holly. Um, a really, really good book. Have you read that, Phil? Uh, no, I haven't read that one. I think there was a thing about books having been pub many books having been published during the last lockdown period. Mm. Uh, so, um, you know, do look out for some new titles, which I'm one sure... One I read shows. recently, which I found really interesting, was The Midnight Library by Matt Haig. And it kind of also ties in quite a bit with the theme of one of the questions that the Mystery Voice asks about if you could go back in time. I think the message that to take from The Midnight Library is that... Um, it's a character who's given lots of choices and could change the course of their life. But actually, it, having tested out a few different scenarios, several different scenarios, decided that the life that they were living, that they'd been quite keen to leave, was actually probably the best option. And they decided to, to return to that life and carry on and let it take its course that through all the ups and downs at the end of the day there can be a very positive outcome and that's a really important theme i think particularly uh, around this idea of uh, the expectation that we have of our lives and the actual reality of the lives that we lead and often when people become uh, unwell due to depression and those sorts of things there is often a, a, a difference between those two things so our expectation of what we think life should be like and our actual life itself when that when the reality is different to how, how we expect it then obviously that allows there to be space for things like disappointment and uh, worry mm. and those sorts of things to indeed. creep in indeed and i think um I the other the other old adage is uh, which goes with that very much is this idea of um a journey of a thousand miles starts with the single step and with the piece of road beneath your feet. And often we can be looking elsewhere for um, happiness and those sorts of things, whereas actually what, we're, what we've got already is perfectly okay. Excellent piece of advice there, Phil. And um, going back to your theme of expectation versus reality, I'm sure all our listeners are expecting great improvement in your ukulele playing this ah, week. Ah, now, I think expectation will definitely exceed reality in this, this instance. Well, we're looking forward to the reality. So are you going to be giving us a little tune? And... I will definitely be giving you a tune by the end of the podcast. Well, I think we're coming to that point. So Very any good. minute now, yes. are you going to go and find okay. your ukulele? I will go and find the ukulele and we'll do some tuning up in the same way that we normally do. But it's not been gathering dust over the last week, has it? Definitely not. Um, there have been practice, not that much, but a little bit. Excellent. Here we go. It's the Mental Health Podcast with Eileen and Phil. It's the Mental Health Podcast with Eileen and Phil. 
on through the cobwebs, fought our way into the shed. Indeed. That's where the ukulele was hiding. The sun is now shining on the hills in front of us. It's absolutely fantastic. Well, that's strange. <laughs> we started recording this at night. So we did. I don't know how it's become sunny. We are we time be... travellers. Time travellers and travellers in time with a ukulele that's now been dusted off and ready for that little performance. The trusty uke is now ready and here we go. I'm going to do a little bit of tuning up. I'm sure those uh, who've listened to this podcast many times have heard this a few times now. So let's just go with it and here we go. So I think we're okay. Excellent. So again, let's see if you can spot this one. Are we ready? One, two, three. Thanks again for tuning in this week and look forward to speaking to you next week. Goodbye to everyone. Bye for now.